Hey, and welcome to Becca Babbles Podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca, and I hope you're having a wonderful day today. I sure am. I just finished up going on a hike with a few friends, and I feel rejuvenated and alive. I don't know if you can hear it. I was about to say see it, but you can't see me. But I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm super excited and pumped up. I always feel like being with friends and enjoying being outside always gets me revved up and ready to go when I want to do something. But speaking of doing things, I know the holidays are coming up and people are going to start having their New Year's resolutions, which is great. I honestly think having goals or I don't even want to call them resolutions because I feel like there's this big heavy emphasis on like if you should have a New Year's resolution and like there's whole that whole percentage of like people falling off by like February or March with their New Year's resolutions. But I do think setting goals is a really important thing or like at least reevaluating things, especially for me. I like to consider myself as a goal oriented person uh, because that just kind of keeps me going through my life. But having goals allows me to reach and do the things that I want to do. But sometimes I can find that I have a ton of goals that I want to do and I want to achieve them all all at once which is like not possible like maybe it could be in some alternate universe but like me right now probably can't do all of the things that I want to do like I have this bucket list actually let me go look at it yeah I have this bucket list of like 25 things that I want to do some of them are like silly things some of them are like actual serious things like One of them is, oh, I've actually done some of these. I should probably mark these off. One of them says go to Oregon. I've been there. Uh, Definitely want to go back. Um, Another one is run a 5K color slash mud run. I've always wanted to do one of those mud runs and get like super muddy and dirty. And like it just I feel like it would be fun, but also make me feel tough at the same time. I also want to go to a concert. Right here I have Katy Perry slash Imagine Dragons concert, but I made this when I was like, I started making this, I think in like middle school. So I might, I don't know, honestly, any concert I would be excited to go to, but specifically Katy Perry or Imagine Dragons, I don't know. It might be AJR at this point or the score, but any concert would do. And then another one, I'll just throw this one out there is Try Dragon Fruit. I don't know why I haven't tried this because this would be an easy thing to cross off my list, but because there's dragon fruit at Costco and I could easily buy it. But that's a little like fun one I want to that I have on there. But as you can see, I have like all these different things on my bucket list or things I want to do list, but I obviously can't achieve and do them all at once because then that would be overwhelming. And then sometimes I find when I want to set goals that then I start one. And then I don't finish it or I don't follow through or I don't get the results that I wanted to achieve. So I thought, okay, I've started finding out ways that allow me to achieve the goals that I want to achieve and allow me to do the things that I want to do because I want to be successful. I want to like mark things, these things off my list. I want to set myself up for success for future me. 
but I can't do that if I don't follow through with my goals. So if you find yourself struggling with these things or like you fizzle out when it comes to trying to achieve your goals, maybe listening to this podcast will be for you. And this is my strategy. And it and it starts out with writing everything down. I mean it like get a book or a piece of paper and write it all out. Even if it ends up being as long as like a Harry Potter book or something. I don't know. Is that considered a long book? Okay. The last, the last couple of books are pretty long. So even if it's that long, I want you to write it all out because this way it allows you to see everything you want to do. Like I said, I have this bucket list. I don't, I call it things I want to do list because I feel like bucket list is more like travel things. I don't know what's on your bucket list or if you even have a bucket list, but I feel like when you can actually see it and the satisfaction of actually marking it off, but also seeing what your goals are can kind of allow you to like actually know what you want to do or what's on your mind because sometimes we can go through our day and just be like, hmm, I want to do that or hmm, I want to try that, but you never write it down so then you forget and you get super busy with your daily life and your daily routines that you forget like oh wait I wanted to start reading more but I forgot because I got caught up in the daily things that I do on a daily basis and then once you do this then you're able to start narrowing things down like I said you can't do everything right now like it's probably not possible especially since like we live very busy lives, typically. I know I do with like work and school and then doing this podcast. I have things I got to do, but still I want to do other things. How am I going to put this into my life? Well, right now I need to narrow things down so it's not overwhelming. Because if I have like 5 million different things that I want to add into my life, then it's going to feel really overwhelming and it's going to make me feel super busy and like I have no time to relax and like where am I going to fit this in and this is totally going to depend on how big your goals are how busy you are right now I know last trimester of school I had some really hard classes and so my time was consumed more with school so I didn't have as much time to dedicate to a bigger new goal that I wanted to do compared to right now when I'm recording this podcast, I have a little bit more time with school. I'm only taking, like the classes that I'm taking aren't that hard right now. And my life is a little bit more manageable to add more things into my routine that I want to work towards that aren't things that I have to do. So I could have bigger goals or I could have more goals. But usually what I like to do is to have at least like two to four goals that would be a good option. Or what you could do is separate your life into quadrants. I think this is really helpful because then you can focus on different areas of your life. So you almost feel like you're doing more when maybe you're not, but it's like you're marking off multiple sections of your life. So you feel like you're progressing in other areas. And sometimes I find if you work on, let's say like going to the gym, like your fitness routine more, maybe that bleeds into your nutrition just naturally. And that can sometimes be helpful. 
but the quadrants could look like something like this where for me a lot of the times it looks like I have a quadrant for like fitness goals I have a quadrant for like school or education and then finances and then stress management because man sometimes we just have anxiety and it's fun (laughs) but usually what I do is just put one goal in each quadrant because again if you I have this habit of just thinking I need more. Sometimes we feel like we need more goals or we need to, so that we're better, we have, we need to have more goals so we can get better now. Um, When again, that's going to be overwhelming. That's going to be like, how, how am I going to achieve this goal when I have like, sometimes I would have three in each quadrant. It would be like, okay, am I really actually working towards all these goals? Sometimes what ends up happening is you write down three goals in each quadrant And then you don't end up working towards any of them because, again, you're too overwhelmed and you don't feel like you can achieve them or you don't have the time to achieve them. One of the biggest things when it comes to working towards goals that you want to do is the whole time thing. Like, well, I don't have enough time. Well, sometimes it's just because you want to throw everything in the chicken. (laughs) I guess that could work. You want to throw everything in the chicken at you instead of the sink and you just, you feel paralyzed and it's like, how am I supposed to do this? So when you just have one goal in each quadrant, it makes it a little bit more manageable and you can always go back. Like that's why you have the, the Harry Potter book of goals or things you want to do. You have that full book to where you can go back and be like, okay, I feel like I've achieved this goal. So I'm going to go back to my list of things I want to do, or I feel like I have some more time to maybe start working on something else. Go back to that full list of goals that you wanted to do and be like, hmm, where do I want to add this into my life? So it's not like a, these are the only things that I can work on and do forever. This is more of a, like, you have a whole dictionary of words and then you pick and choose from it. It's almost like a menu. I feel like that's a better example. It's like a menu of options. You have a menu a menu of options and you just pick from it. Now, look back at your goals because sometimes we're not specific enough or sometimes our goals are very similar to one another. And this could look like you saying, I want to decrease my anxiety. I want to be healthier. I want to be stronger, which I know I say a lot, but... Um, Another example could be, I want to be kinder to myself. Now, there's nothing wrong with these goals per se, but they're not specific at all. So how are you supposed to know if you achieved that goal? How are you supposed to know how to work towards that goal? How do you even know if you've gotten to where you want to be because you're going to constantly be putting on your list, decrease my anxiety. Oh, I feel stressed. I need to decrease my anxiety but you're not actively working towards decreasing your anxiety because you don't know what to do. Instead, you need to make a goal that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Now, this is a little acronym that's called SMART goals, if you've ever heard of it before. But basically, it's allowing you to actually be specific with your goal, be able to measure your goal, see if you can actually achieve it right now. And this comes down to like time management or like not overwhelming yourself. If it's relevant to you right now and if you want to do it, time bound, having like a measurable time. I almost feel like time bound, it's you don't always have to make it specifically time bound because sometimes they're like, do it within like three months when it's like, 
it doesn't always have to be that way but sometimes it just gives you an idea of like you don't have to do this goal forever because I know for me I got into the habit of when I was practicing my handstands I was like I have to do this every morning every single morning to just get better when it was kind of like I got to the point where I was like I don't want to do this anymore or I don't have to do this as often or I don't have to make the my yoga practice not my yoga practice my handstand practice as long and I could just do it more inconsistently because I had already built that foundation but in the back of my mind I had it to where I was like I have to do this every single day when really I didn't have to so I feel like that time bound one can be a little bit more flexible but you get my point as to where you need to make your goals more specific and this could go back to when I say like let's say your goal is I want to get strong and more fit okay not specific not measurable maybe achievable depending on the person and if they feel like they're getting stronger that could count relevant maybe because like you're wanting to move towards it but it's definitely also not time bound Something that would be more specific would be, I want to go to the gym three times a week and apply progressive overload. If you don't know what progressive overload is, it's basically where you either slowly increase the weights that you're doing or increase the reps depending on where your rep range is. Well, I guess I should just say switch up your rep range. Um, It could be decreasing the time. It could be changing, basically changing the stimulus every time you go in. Another good example would be that whole like decreasing anxiety example. If you just say, I want to decrease my anxiety or I want to decrease my stress. Not specific, not measurable, achievable, maybe, relevant, probably, time bound, no. Instead, you might say something like, I want to do yin yoga three times a week before bed for three months. That is definitely specific because you're saying you're going to go and do yin yoga. Uh, It is definitely measurable because you can check off that like you did it three times a week and that you're doing it before bed. It is relevant because you want to decrease your anxiety and yin yoga has been shown to help decrease anxiety. And then it is achievable because you just said you wanted to do it three times a week and you found that you could do it for three times a week and it is time bound because you said you wanted to do it for three months just to try it out and see if it works for you. Good goals, good specific or good smart goals. That's what you want your goals to look like so you actually know what you're working towards because if you don't know what you're working towards then you're kind of like that mindless person who's like driving down the road and they're like I don't know where I'm going and is my GPS right? Uh, so like don't be the mindless person on the road know where you're going know where you're heading now sometimes it can be a little bit tough to start goals or even stick to your goals even if you know how you're working towards them you know you always have that rough day or at least I know I do where you like wake up and you're like I didn't get that great of sleep or I'm just not feeling my best right now but then you know that you still want to work towards your goals or maybe you like skipped a day and you're like, crap, I fell off the wagon. By the way, there is no such thing as a wagon, but that's for a whole nother story. Um, you're just like, man, uh, just skip again. But I've found some ways to like 
keep you on the track of like sticking to your goals or even just to get started I know some of the hardest things to do is to like just get started and one of those things is pairing it with something you already do really easy ones are after you brush your teeth go do five push-ups or after breakfast go for a walk or I know for me when I wanted to work on my pull-ups I said every time I go to the bathroom I just have a pull-up bar hanging up by my in the door frame or the doorway I just have a pull-up bar holding up there and I'll like I can't do a pull-up right now because then I just started avoiding my pull-up bar but what I should be doing is I would wrap around a rubber band and I do a pull-up or what I'm also doing right now is I will hold a pull-up at the top and then slowly go down so I can work towards doing my pull-ups because I've heard that that helps build your strength for your pull-ups. So this is a call out for me right now where I need to get back into doing that. But the reason why you want to pair your goal with something that you're already doing is that it makes it so much easier. It makes it like you don't have to think about it. You don't have to remember it. You don't have to put it in your calendar. You don't have to like, it doesn't take that much brain power. We already have to use our brains so much when it comes to managing our lives, managing school, and creating ideas for whatever we want to do, and figuring out who we are, that like, I don't want to have to think about the goal that I want to work towards as much as I need, or like more than I have to. So pairing it with something that you're already doing makes it a lot easier and you don't even, it almost starts becoming subconscious where it's like, oh yeah, okay, every time I eat dinner, I go for a walk. Like there's some cultures that will just go for a walk. Like that's part of having a meal is that you go for a walk afterwards. So make it part of your routine by just adding it. Might sound weird, but like it works. I know, I think they talk about this in the book Atomic Habits, where it's like when you pair it with something, it's almost like if you have a sandwich, I'm trying to make good analogies, but you have a sandwich and you're like, I want I want to make a BLT sandwich, but you don't have tomatoes. You're kind of just like, well, then that's not a BLT. So when it's like, when I go to, when I go eat dinner, my dinner isn't finished because I haven't gone for my walk. You see where I'm going with this? Hope so. <laughs> now, if you're still struggling to stick to your goal or even get started, it might be time to reevaluate your goals. And I'd even say when you're going through your goals in general, even if you're sticking to them and it's working for you, I'd even say reevaluate at that point too. I always think it's a good thing every month. This is what I'm trying to do. Sometimes I'm even trying to do like every week depending on what the goal is or just how I'm doing I will reevaluate how I'm what I'm doing or what I need to fix how well did I work towards my goal it depends on how specific you want to be but I feel like every month is a really good idea like for the example with the whole handstand thing I didn't really have to keep doing the handstand routine the full thing as much as I needed to but I wouldn't have known unless I reevaluated it but if you're having a hard time sticking to your goal specifically or even getting started, maybe reevaluating it. Maybe go back and see. Maybe it's not specific enough. Maybe you don't know how you're going to get there. Maybe it's just too much right now. Sometimes I know for myself is I get too eager. We get full, filled with motivation. We're like, we can do everything and every, anything. I can go to the gym six times a week and 
I'm going to get super strong and da 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 and I'm going to look as good as Arnold and blah, 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 when, like, that's probably not realistic. Let's just be honest. Um, some people, maybe. Cool. That's awesome for you. But right now, maybe that's just too much for you and that's okay. So maybe instead of saying you're going to go to the gym three times a week, narrow it down to one or two. That's perfectly fine. I feel like there's this whole like shame and like changing your goals and just like pushing down on yourself that like, oh, I didn't achieve my goal or oh, I didn't do this today. When it's like, if you keep putting shame on yourself, what is that doing for you? That's just making you feel more sad. That's making you feel more guilty. And then it's just like, you're not going to do it in general. So what is going to make you do it? What is going to make you get to your goal? at least starting somewhere is going to get you to your goal. So if that means one day a week, that means one day a week. If that means one push up, that means one push up. It's fine. Like as long as you start building momentum, you can build off of it. It's so much easier to build off of something small than it is to like make this giant huge goal and not even work towards it at all. So reevaluate your goals and see how that will work for you. I know for me, personal experience coming in here, yin yoga. I'm a very like, let's go, go, go. Let's like, I want to get things done. But then again, anxiety. I wanted to incorporate yin yoga to help decrease my anxiety, slow myself down, get those happy hormones, all those good things. But to be honest, I didn't want to do it. I hated breathing. I, well, breathing is an important thing. I hated slowing down my breathing. I hated having to sit in the stretch and listen to this calming person's voice be like, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, feel the stretch. It feels amazing. And I'm just like, you know what? I just want to freaking move and get going. Give me some vinyasa flows to where I can go up to downward dog, down to chaturanga and to up dog. Let's get going. Let's pick up the pace. But again, that's not what I was there for. So what I did is I made sure that I scheduled it. I made sure after breakfast that I was going to do yin yoga three times a week. But then my schedule changed and I had to pick up some shifts at work and that just made having to do my yin yoga, I had to switch it up because I wasn't doing it. So I do it at night now, or at least I'm trying to. So what I will do is I will do some schoolwork and to help myself wind down, I will be like, okay, once I shut my computer screen, I am doing yin yoga. Or once I close out the tabs of my schoolwork, I'm clicking on that YouTube and I am pulling up some yin yoga video. Honestly, right now, if I probably had some pre-listed that would help the process even easier. So if you can find a way to make your goal a smoother process by like already having your yin yoga, like already creating a yin yoga playlist, that would be awesome too. Or having your shoes or clothes set out ready to go for the gym. That would make the process a lot more smoother because you've already done it and you can wake up the next morning and be like, okay, this is what I'm wearing. We're heading out the door. But something else to consider, which I think not a lot of people consider when it comes to their goals is, is this goal something you genuinely want to do? Or is it because someone else told you that you should do it? Or did society say you need to achieve this goal? Or do you, do you feel like you're, you need to do this goal because someone else told you to? 
think about that for a sec because your goal should be something that you want to do. No one's going to want to go out and do anything or genuinely stick to something if they actually don't want to do it. Like most of the behaviors that we have are based off of some sort of reward that we get. It might not be like, oh, you get a gold star reward, but there's some sort of feedback that you get from this goal that's going to want you to keep doing this goal. If it makes you feel happy, if it makes you feel more energized, like that is some sort of reward that you are receiving from this goal. So you really need to figure out what is your why behind the goal? Why are you doing this? Is it because someone told you or is it because you genuinely want to actually try and get a handstand or are you like, no, I want to look cool? Well, I guess that could be a reward too. But like, did someone, is it because you're jealous of someone who's able to do a handstand? That's not really a good why behind a goal. You should want to actually do your goal so you can actually work towards it. Now, I'm not saying that a goal isn't going to be challenging at times. I know with like school, it's like, yes, I want to be a chiropractor and I want to help people and help them figure out how to actually move better and feel better. But school's going to be tough sometimes. School's going to be challenging sometimes, but I have a why behind I'm deciding to be a chiropractor. If your degree is in something that you don't want to do, but your parents told you that you needed to do it because this is what makes you a good income, is that a goal? Is that a value that you have? Maybe your values aren't, I want to have a stable income. Like I think most people are like that, but you can get a stable income nowadays in various different routes of life. What's stopping you from doing from what you want to do? So think about what you want before you actually make this goal. I know for me, studying for my CPT, my personal trainer certification, it was tough sometimes. But again, I wanted to start working with people more to help me better with my, when I become a chiropractor, I wanted to learn how to talk to people when it comes to moving their body. I wanted to start helping people feel better and I wanted to do a job that I enjoyed that could also help push the true nutrition fitness information. So that's my why behind studying for my CPT and what kept me motivated throughout the process and didn't make me want to just sit and watch Netflix all day. Now, you gotta have patience And it's going to take time and it's going to take consistency. But again, you can change it if you need to. There's no shame in that. And you should do what you want to do. But also remember, this is all a journey. Like life is life for a reason. I think sometimes I get so hyper-focused and maybe some people are like this too, where you get so hyper-focused on the goal that you forget the little stages within reaching that goal. And I know for me, My greatest lessons were learned during the process of working towards my goals rather than the actual goal itself. Like I know I was so focused on like getting my period back and regulating my menstrual cycle. But I was so focused on that that I kind of lost sight of the fun throughout being able to maybe rest more, be a little bit more creative or like taking the time to enjoy the yoga practices that I was doing. But I was so like angry that I couldn't go to the gym or that I was deciding not to go to the gym at that time because that's what was helping with my hormones that I didn't enjoy the process as much. And again, life should be enjoyable. You should be having fun 
because your goals should be something that bring joy into your life. But if you're so focused on the goal and forget life in general and don't stay present, then you're kind of missing out of all the little in-betweens. There's a reason why you read a story and the story isn't just two pages long. There's a reason why there's a rising action and there's a falling action in a story when you look at a story plot. Because everyone wants to know the little in-betweens. How did the character get to where they wanted to be? So maybe start thinking about that within your own life. What is my rising action when it comes to reaching my goal? What is my falling action when it comes to reaching my goal? How can I stay present in the moment in those different areas of my life while I'm achieving my goal? Because yes, achieving goals are fun. I totally love crossing off things off my list. But if I'm not enjoying it in the process and I'm not staying present in the process, then what's the point? So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you got something out of this podcast. I know I had fun recording this podcast. So that is my why behind this podcast. (laughs) But if you have any questions or topics you want me to talk about, email me at beccabevelspodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram as well with any topics or questions you want me to talk about at Rebecca.8. And I hope you have a wonderful day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.